Welcome to the sound of supreme bliss This is one podcast you can miss Connecting real issues to the Buddhist teachings To get the true meaning Come join the sound of supreme bliss Homage to the blessed one, the worthy one, the supremely enlightened one My name is Colony, and I have my friend Chavini, welcome back to another episode of Sound of Supreme Bliss. This week we're going on to our sixth episode and it has been a while and I hope everyone has been well and happy. Colony, how are you? I haven't spoken to you since last year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you had to make that joke, didn't you? (laughs) It has been a while. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year to you too, Colony. So we did take a break um, and that's because I had to complete one of my goals, aka my degree. Um, And as a matter of fact, our topic this week is what what is our goals in life? This week, we'll be talking about our goals in life. So Colony, do you have any current goals or New Year's resolutions? Ah, yes, yes. Uh, New Year, new me, as the the popular phrase goes. I don't usually have New Year's resolutions, but I do have personal goals and career goals that I keep. So more specifically at work, I am vying for a promotion. So fingers crossed. (laughs) I believe in you, Colony. You got this. Thank you. I'm sure you'll be able to achieve your goals. (laughs) What about you, Chavani? Do you have any specific goals or resolutions? Well, I've got a... Quite a few different goals, to be honest. Um, in short term, I'd really like to work on my public speaking skills. Um, I've realized that I've lost a lot of confidence speaking in front of um, others over time. And I'm also looking forward to um, working at an orphanage in Sri Lanka. But obviously, during COVID, um, we can't travel and stuff. So I'm going to have to push that one back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a great goal to 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 embark on post COVID once travel is a bit more more easy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But those those are some great goals. It's it's so interesting to see how different our ambitions are, and everyone's goals change. It honestly depends on where we are in our lives. Yeah, um, it's actually very true. Like. Um, the goals I had a few years ago are so different to the ones that I have now. I think we all set many goals for ourselves, whether it's career-focused, financially driven, personal development, or even just travel go- goals, post-COVID at least, and I'm sure everyone listening could agree. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone just wants to jump on a plane and just go anywhere they can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that popular meme, you know, I can't wait to walk down the aisle again. It's just the aisle of the airplane. And I'm like, yep, yep, that's all of us. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's everyone here now. <laughs> um, and so, Colony, how about your spiritual goals? Like, is there anything you might want to strive towards in terms of Buddhism? Oh, definitely. So, um Practicing meditation and gratitude daily, I do try to meditate every day, like just trying to do it like like five minutes in the morning, just a bit of breathing meditation. But I'd like to be more consistent. I'd like it to be more part of my routine and something I can get better at. And I also like to think of a few things that I'm grateful for, again, in the morning before I start my day, because I think gratefulness is just 
a good mindset to be at to start the rest of your day too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's always um, good to have a, a spiritual balance in your life as well. Yeah. And we know from the Supreme Buddha's teachings that abandoning all defilements such as greed, hate and delusion um, and ultimately achieving or attaining Nibbana um, is considered the highest goal in Buddhism. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, I see you mentioned Nibbana. For those who haven't heard that word before, it means the end of suffering and the release from the cycle of birth and death. So what it means is that we go through the same notions of being born, meeting the same types of people, going through the same cycle of emotions, happiness, sadness, uh, depression, or whatever it may be, and therefore cycles of suffering. So eliminating the cycle, that's a really hard thing to achieve because it takes so much practice. And that's what's referred to as Nibbana. I know, it really is. But we can also try to be reborn in a good destination like the heavenly worlds. And the Dhamma teaches us how we can work towards this. Definitely. I think it's so important to clarify and understand how to choose the right goals for us, but it can be really difficult to know how to go about doing this. I know. When choosing the right goal, it's important that we do it with the right intention. So this is actually one of the qualities from the Noble Eightfold Path. Now, we know the meaning of intention, but some of you listening may not know the meaning of right intention as defined in Buddhism. So right intention is the intent of non-ill will and non-harming deeds through body, speech, and mind. So, for example, Kalani, you mentioned striving towards a promotion. If you did this uh, with the intent of being better than your co-workers and to show off your accomplishments, then that would be bad intention. I'm sure that you don't have any bad intentions, right, Colony? No, 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 no. Of, co- of course not. And I certainly agree with you. There is a fine line between being proud of your work and showing off your earned successes. So it's important for us to be self-aware when creating and then therefore fulfilling these goals. Exactly. And it isn't to say we shouldn't have goals because without them, we fall into the danger of being lazy and we don't know what what we want to do now. Oh, of course not. And being lazy never gets you anywhere anyway. But in order to make the right goals with the right intention, we need to consider what we care about and if that will actually make us happy. Yeah, and that reminds me of a Jataka story, actually. It's about the Bodhisattva who was born in a musician's family and his name was Guttila. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to jump in quickly and just explain that the Bodhisattva is the Supreme Buddha in a previous life before he became enlightened. Thanks, Chavani. Um, <laughs> so, Guttila became the master of all music and took a pupil under his wing, Musila, whom he taught the art of playing a guitar-like instrument known as the lute. Unfortunately, Musila didn't learn the lute as a form of education. Instead, he pursued playing the instrument with the intention of surpassing his teacher, Guttila, and to become the centre of attention. Ah, okay, so it was his greed that fueled his desire to play the lute instead of wanting to simply acquire a new talent for himself. Um, This definitely shows that he had wrong intention. Oh, exactly. 
And because of the wrong intention he had, he wasn't able to play nicely in front of in front of a large crowd. And this didn't make him happy in the end. This brings us back to what you mentioned before about considering what we care about and what makes us happy to achieve a goal. Absolutely, Colony. And while considering these questions, we should also cultivate two qualities within ourselves, mindfulness and wisdom. Now, before we go any further, let's define these two words, all right? Mm -hmm. So mindfulness, according to Buddhism, is the awareness of four things. So the four things are body, feeling or sensations, mind and dhamma. So when we have goals, we should be mindful about these goals. Getting a promotion, we should be mindful about that. We might get it or we might not get it. And what our intentions are behind it. So say, for example, if we finally accomplish the goal of buying a car that we really wanted, so like a Tesla, shall we say, it will be so nice in the beginning. It'll be brand new and shiny. But as time goes on, it will lose its beauty and become old, right? Yeah, so like subject to change. Yeah. Nothing is permanent and we often forget that things can change over time. I know I do. I always forget that things do change, and but it's just a matter of reality. Nothing is permanent. Um, so being mindful in this way, we can establish the right goals whilst understanding that they will only bring temporary happiness into our lives. Now, we talked about mindfulness. How about the second quality, wisdom? Uh, okay, so there's actually a Dhammapada that explains wisdom really well. So Dhammapada is, the wise person neither commits evil for his own sake nor for the sake of others. He neither desires ch- children nor wealth nor kingdom unfaithfully. He does not desire any success by unrighteous means, he is indeed virtuous, wise, and righteous. So what does the Dhammapada stanza really mean? So those who have wisdom are able to reflect upon their actions by body, speech, and mind and apply these to their goals. Someone who has wisdom can reflect on what they truly care or value and whether such a goal will bring them happiness in the long term. And By developing wisdom in ourselves, we can consider whether a goal we are trying to pursue can be fulfilled in the righteous manner. And if the answer to this is no, then they will know to let go of this goal so that they do not desire success by unrighteous means. Okay, that that really does fit in well with making sure we have the right intentions when forming goals. We want to achieve our goals properly. Like, I wouldn't want to get a promotion by bribing my supervisor. No, um, you definitely do not. And that's the thing with goals. Setting them for ourselves is one thing, but we also need to figure out how we can achieve them in the right way. Okay. So say you have a goal you wish to achieve. If we don't mindfully consider how we will accomplish this, we can become overwhelmed with the pressure of succeeding. This could lure us into taking shortcuts in an attempt to reach that goal. Okay, so how can we be sure we don't end up taking these shortcuts? Good question, Chavani. If we set small milestones leading up to the goal, it will be easier to visualize achieving it and lessen the chance of being tempted by shortcuts. It's like they say. (laughs) Here we go again. First, (laughs) 
<laughs> um, I'm full of them this time. Yeah. And so taking the easy way out isn't always the best way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love a cliche from you, Tavini. <laughs> so you mentioned one of your goals was working on your public speaking. Have you thought about how you could potentially achieve that? Okay, so I have. Um, I know I won't gain confidence with speaking in front of others overnight, obviously, but I think putting myself out there slowly and taking small steps will help me improve upon that. Like hosting this podcast has been one of the milestones itself. Um, It's definitely out of my comfort zone, but I can already feel a bit of change and um, I've got a bit more confidence in public speaking. That's that's so true. By hosting this podcast, you're actually putting in that extra effort towards achieving your goal by arousing energy and making the determination to present this podcast. The road to achieving your goal draws closer. It's it's a perfect example of the milestones that we talked about. Yeah, and I feel like um, we can talk about this topic for ages yeah. because it's like really relatable and it works really well with the Buddha's teachings. So, Kalani. What do you say? Should we make a part two? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. We've been talking about this for a while too, and we have a lot more ground to cover. So stay tuned for part two, everyone. And before we uh, finish our program, we would like to share merits with everyone today. And once again, I would also want to mention when we are sharing merits, we will be asking permission to say our teacher's name by using the word Avasare. And this is out of respect for our teacher. Okay, so let's share all the merits we have collected today with the heavenly beings, with our teacher, Avasarai, most venerable Kiribati Goda Nyanananda Thero, also known as Pinwat Lokuswami Nanse to us, with the venerable Sangha, the volunteers who work hard in sharing the Buddha's teachings, and with all the participants of today's program. May you all rejoice in these merits and realize the Four Noble Truths in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. I know that there's still COVID going around worldwide, so a lot of people don't have access to temples and monks just yet. So there is plenty of access to Buddhist teachings in English through the um, Columbia Dhamma Friends Facebook page. They've got a YouTube and also the website www.serenecolombo.org. On YouTube, for Columbia Dhamma Friends, there's a lot of videos to do with discussions, sermons, and Monks in the Morning, which is another podcast. Um, and Monks in the Morning, along with Sound of Supreme Bliss, is also accessible on various platforms such as Spotify and iTunes. You can also visit serenecolombo.org to find out more about these platforms. There's also um, Sook the Friends, um, so you can just jump on sookthefriends.org as well. So there's plenty of places for you to access Buddha's teachings and they're all in English so it's easy for us to understand. So yeah, like get onto it. It does help you with your life goals and other things to do with life. Yeah, it's a learning opportunity. Yeah, and it also helps. I feel like at the start of the new year we're all kind of got a bit more clarity with what we want to do or some of us might be confused um, with achieving certain goals and doing things. So definitely getting onto those websites and doing a bit of research and some self-learning is is a good way to start the new year and you can't go wrong learning more about buddhism it's never a waste of time 
These are all the platforms that Chavani mentioned that you can use to keep up to date with programs, videos, and live programs. Don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of Sound of Supreme Bliss. Supreme Bliss You can miss The sound of supreme bliss